Hello, friends, and welcome to Strange Society. My name is Nate. I will be the host of this show or podcast. And, you know, I, I didn't know what I was going to do for this for this first episode. Um, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. Um, so I thought I'm going to talk about mental health for the first episode. It's going to be a short episode, but I'm, that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, and the reason I want to talk about mental health is because I suffer from uh, depression and panic and anxiety and things like that. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story, and I'm just going to kind of go in a little bit on the issues that I think society plays with individuals who have depression and have anxiety and panic and agoraphobia and just these issues, right? These mental health issues. So I'm 31 years old and I started having uh, panic and anxiety when I was a young child. I was in grade school, probably like third grade. And that lasted for quite a few years, probably until I was in about sixth grade. And then it kind of faded away a little bit, uh, but I was on medicine. I took medicine for ADHD and and I took antidepressants, uh, but I started creating tics, right? I'd wash my hands too much. I'd brush my teeth till they bled, different things like that. So my mother took me off of the medicines that I was on and said, we're not going to keep you on medicines because um, it's not, you're not, you're just not doing good. Um, and what happened was the school that I was going to or schools that I was going to, they called my mom and they said, hey, you can't take him off medicine. If you take him off the medicine, then we're not going to let him come to school. I mean, imagine that, guys. Imagine that, folks, that the school calls and says, if you don't put your kid back on the medicine, he can't come to school. And it's not like I was causing, excuse me, it's not like I was causing this crazy disturbance in school, but because of my past of having ADHD, of having anxiety, of having these issues, the school said, no, he's got to be on medicine. So uh, they did put me on medicine just so obviously I could go to school, but eventually they took me back off of the medicine. So, excuse me, uh, eventually I kind of, I don't know if I want to say grew out of it, but I think that I channeled all of that anxiety and panic into skateboarding, uh, and that really helped me in my life. Um, and then in 2013, uh, it all came back. I was working a sales job, and a lot of my panic and anxiety had came back, and it caused a lot of problems in my life. <clears throat> so I went to the doctor, and I told her what was going on, and she said, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to prescribe you this, this, and that, you know, but I recommend you see uh, you know, a therapist or a counselor or a psychiatrist. Um, and I said, oh, okay. So I went to a local place here in the town that I live in, the city that I live in. Um, and I saw a counselor, uh, a few times, and then, uh, I was able to get in to see the psychiatrist. And the interesting thing is the counselor, I would say tried to help, I mean, to do their best. They didn't really dive too much into it. Um, they were just kind of sitting there. Oh, how does that make you feel? How does this, how does that not really giving me any advice to say, well, maybe try this or maybe try that. Um, so what happened was I got an appointment with a psychiatrist and I remember I went into to her office and she was an older woman. I went into the office and I, I sat down and I said, how are you? And, and I was, I kind of started saying, well, and I said, you know, how are you? Um, I, I kind of just want to talk about how I was feeling today. And she goes, I don't need to hear all that. She goes, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to prescribe you 50 milligrams of Seroquel twice a day. And that's what you're going to take. And she goes, and uh, I'll see you, um, you know, in, in a month. And I thought, well, this is crazy. So I left there, I picked up the prescription and then I had an appointment with my 
regular doctor, just a regular medical doctor, and that doctor told me and said, hey, I don't want you taking that. I don't want you taking that medicine. So I stopped taking it, right? Well, I'm sorry, I never took it. I never took the Seroquel because 100 milligrams, it's like enough, that's probably enough to put down a 250 pound man. Uh, And I'm, you know, I was 140 pounds, 145 pounds at that time. So this affected my life, right? I tried a bunch of different antidepressants, a bunch of different natural medicines. uh, Well, not really natural, but antihistamines and things like that. And nothing really seemed to work. And Eventually, I just said, I'm not going to take medicine because, you know what, I'll just figure it out myself. Obviously, these doctors and psychiatrists and all these people, they're not helping. And what it really made me realize, and the point that I'm making here, folks, so stick with me, is is that society society isn't about natural, right? Society isn't about just trying to find that natural substance to help the issues that you have. It's about going to the doctor and getting some sort of a lab-created medicine or substance to take to take that away right when you take an antidepressant for me it just it wasn't I wasn't myself it was like I was somebody else I was a different person and I hated that I hated the feeling so I stopped taking I wanted to be me I'd rather be me and deal with the panic and the anxiety and the depression than take a medicine that numbs me and makes me somebody who I'm really not so The point here is that in society, what we've done over time is we've created this this idea that somehow these big medical, these big companies that are producing medicine, right, pills and substances, and and the hospitals are 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 giving these to their patients. Somehow we've we've said, well, that's the right way to go, right? Instead of looking back at say the Native Americans, say, well, how did they live, right? How did they help? gout or how did they help their knee hurting or how did they help with the headache or how did how did they do these things right instead of looking at the natural things that the earth can provide us to take to help these things we didn't we created medicine that is supposed to just completely take it away and one of the things that you that I think I learned was I, I have to figure out a way to manage it right so if I could you know and that's the thing about natural uh, natural stuff, right? Everybody says, well, the natural stuff didn't work. Well, it's the natural stuff isn't going to be like a fentanyl, right? It's 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 meant to help you manage it, right? It's not going to just completely take it away, but it's there so that at least you can use that as a natural thing, not to destroy your body. It's natural, and it's going to help you manage the issue that you have. But you have to have some sort of 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 self control to be able to manage that right? Like if you have back pain, don't go take fentanyl and Percocets and and all this stuff. Find something natural that's going to work for you. It might not take your pain all the way away, right? But it might help. And then you can learn to manage what it's not taking away. And I think these are things that, these are things that are important. And I think that we as a society just don't look at that anymore. We, We don't want to manage it. We want to just take it away. And to take things like that away, it really, it, 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 in the long run, it hurts your body, right? It destroys your body. You can't just keep on taking these, these prescription medications without any repercussions on your body, right? And it's like smoking. You can't just smoke your whole life. I mean, you can. I'm sure there's people who've done it. 
You know, I'm sure there's people who've done it, but smoking your whole life, I mean, I can't imagine how nasty your lungs would look, right? I smoked. I smoked for many years. Uh, I think I'm like four years now, four years uh, smoke-free. Quit cold turkey. Said, I'm not going to do it again. I'm never going to pick up a cigarette again. And I didn't, and I won't uh, because it's gross and it's disgusting and it's nasty. Um, but the, this is what I'm talking about with society, right? Is that society has made this idea, has made it right that that prescription medications are the way to go instead of looking at the natural substances in which the earth is providing us, right? Valerian root, St. John's wort, you know, lemon balm, chamomile, lavender, you know, all of these natural substances that, that you can use. Those are just a few, but just these natural substances, natural vitamins, natural antioxidants, all this natural stuff that we can use naturally, but we don't do that we go right to the doctor, we go right to the pharmacy, and we say, this. we just want this medicine, right? We want this fentanyl, or we want this morphine, or we want this lorazepam or clonazepam, right? Xanax or Klonopin. Like we, we want this natural stuff. Instead of just saying, hey, I don't know, smoke weed, right? Maybe you smoke marijuana, right? Maybe that's what you want to do, you know? Maybe you want to smoke marijuana, and that's fine, right? Because it's natural. That's okay. It's that You could smoke marijuana your whole life, and you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I, I guarantee you, you're probably going to be fine, okay? It's just it's just society has just created this weird idea. They've created this weird this weird thing that, that you know, and, and, and that is, in my opinion, really kind of when you start leading into to drug addiction, right? Because you go there and you get on a medication and that medication isn't enough for you. So then you have to go look for something else, right? Because your idea is to just remove the pain. Instead of managing it or remove whatever mental issue you have instead of managing it, right? I'm never going to just be able to take away my anxiety and take away my panic and take away my depression. But you know what I can do is I can manage it, right? I can manage my panic. I can manage my anxiety. I can manage my depression, right? See, be, th- that's what we, we should be focusing on as a society is what what how can we manage it? Not how can we take it away, but how can we manage the issue that we have? That's what we need to be focused on as a society when it comes to mental health, right? When it comes to mental health and it comes to prescription medications and it comes to something natural, figuring out a way to manage it instead of just completely take it away. That's what we have to focus on. And we can do much better as a society. I mean, we can do much better as a society. I mean, that I, I didn't go into specifics with my story. Obviously, it's 2021, and I've been living with it since 2013, uh, and it's been very heavy for me. Um, I have very hard seasonal depression, and I have bouts of depression that run uh, you know, throughout the year. Um, I live in Wisconsin. So it gets snowy and I don't like winter and, you know, so on. But but having anxiety and, and panic, I think people look at it and they go, well, you'll be fine. You just got to get over it. You just got to you just got to get past it. You got to think to yourself, oh, well, I, I can't be doing this. I got to get better. I got to. But it's just not that easy. Right. It's not that easy to get over panic, to get over anxiety. If somebody's never had a panic attack uh, and they're telling somebody with panic to get over it, that's just ignorant. Right. That's just an ignorant thing for someone to say to you because they've never went through it themselves. So they really have no idea what it's like to actually deal with it and go through it. It's horrendous. And to be honest with you, it's scary. It's scary to go through a panic attack. Right, scary. It's scary because you're, you're, you're kind of not yourself. You're just not yourself. It's like you're somebody else, and you're fighting with your body. You're tired. You're tired when you're done with a panic attack. 
right? You're tired and you, it's exhausting. It's very exhausting. I'm not going to go into grave detail about it. I'll do, I'll save that for another episode. Uh, I really just for this first episode wanted to give some sort of a content and some sort of context to what this show or podcast is going to be about uh, when it comes to, you know, just talking about society in general. Uh, and like I said, I mean, it, you know, it could be about politics. It could be about conspiracy theories. It could be about mental health. It could be about drug addiction. Um, there's going to be some funny moments, some serious moments, you know, I, I'm going to try to have some guests on, um, but that's really, uh, what this is, is really, uh, just about, right. It's just, it's about society. It's just about society in itself. So I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. I did leave a little bit of myself in this episode. Um, and that can be hard to put yourself out there a little bit. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope that if you've listened to this point, I hope that you guys come back for my next episode. Um, I don't have release dates at this time. I kind of release, uh, whenever I kind of feel like it. Um, I will try to do at least four of month, one a week, uh, if not more, uh, than that. Um, so make sure you download it or do whatever kind of a noti- notification you need to do so that when I do release my new episodes, they pop up for you so that you can, uh, listen to them. I appreciate you guys so much. I love you guys. And I will see all of you on the next episode.